What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 125. and uh first trading session of the week of course with that i wanted to uh change things up a little bit and it's a very minor change uh the thing is had i not even, had i not talked about this i don't think anyone would have noticed it it is that small of a change uh but i still wanted to you know just <laughs> throw it out there that uh in the days view segment i i started to realize that it was getting a bit repetitive and there really wasn't a lot that was coming out which is why i'll instead add some of my observations in the day's view so that's exactly what i've done today and there are three observations that i'll be talking about in the day's view in addition to the other regular stuff that i talk about like the adr and such so i'm hoping that this is a good change because i really do feel so uh, things were getting very repetitive and you know i i like to switch things up because otherwise it it it, it just does not uh, make for a very good experience so uh let's see how this goes and as always make sure you're listening to this episode and the others at a speed you're comfortable at whether it's 2x 1.5x or whether you just like to listen to me slowly and uh probably doze off for a few minutes uh, in between uh that's not okay make sure that you doze off after or before sl- uh, listening to this and uh, let's get started so the negative bias for today was very apparent and what i mean by that is here you looked at uh, the pre market data so the you know uh, before 9:15 uh, in case you're wondering it starts at 9 and it sort of stabilizes by 9:10 so had you looked at that you would have seen that uh, most of the companies and in general you know stuff did not look so good so had you gone purely by that then things would have been very clear you know you'd have been you'd have sort of expected it to fall initially uh and possibly even take supports at certain levels of course those supports failed uh but those are some things that we'll discuss in the next segment uh and you know some good stocks took a beating so there were there were a few stocks which sort of were able to hold their ground but not really i mean if you look at nifty's top gainers we've only got three gainers which were above that 1% mark uh you know the others were just lagging behind and the reason why i mentioned this is because it shows how negative the general market sentiment was because nifty of course is the broad market uh index and uh, yesterday last night i was running a scan to see which stocks or which intraday or swing trades that i can get into today and i just found one which was tcs i did not take that trade because it really wasn't uh, the ideal uh, place where i'd wanted to be in order for me to actually risk in that money because tcs has been a bit notorious for me so i did not take that trade but even tcs you know despite giving that sort of signal it was up just 1% which is an amount definitely but 20 points is not really um, you know the kind of move that you would hope for and uh really not not a lot to talk about otherwise because 
a lot of these uh, other stocks were just lagging behind like anything even intraday things were not looking that good uh, and that's very standard i feel because that's what we've been seeing since uh, the, since like a few weeks now whenever we've got negative days it's always a very uh, you know proper negative day <clears throat> and it's just all those uh, smaller stocks which end up trying to pull the index up and you know the rest of them just do not do it uh, anything now the adr for the day was 536 is to 1069 which is not ideal but still it's all right it's not extremely negative which is good and the globals uh, were all negative except for sgx nifty which was in the green the last time i checked so that will obviously change over the night and tomorrow we'll see a different uh, a different number uh, you know different figure for sgx nifty of course so that is that is something that we can only really say tomorrow now as far as the observations go which i just talked about in the note uh, the very first observation that i had was the basis and the basis was dictating where the market is moving quite heavily because literally the moment the basis was going down we could see uh, you know when i say going down i'm i'm talking about a negative basis literally when that was happening we could see you know the market coming down whenever things were going up whenever the future was going up uh, and the spot wasn't going up immediately we could see you know the spot following soon so that might be one of the things that you could be looking at uh, you know when when you're doing your analysis or when you're just observing the markets intraday that the relation between the future and the spot is probably the the strongest it's ever been uh or at least it's it's the most uh strong relationship that i've observed so far so that could be one of the things that you could look at the next uh, observation that i have is related to the option prices so i know it's a bit of an fno uh, observation but the third one is very general so don't worry and the option prices here that i'm talking about is that i took my call so one of the trades or rather the only trade for the day for me was a call and that trade i took at when nifty was at 12000 and i took it at an option price of 60 rupees and even when nifty was at 12015 or 12017 the option price was still like 60 61 or so so it just ended up eating away so much of premium and it really sort of uh, made me more confident in my stand that on fridays and mondays unless you are expecting a big move to happen it's ideal to not get into an option or even if you do get into an option just exit with a 10 point or a or 12 point uh, move and you know otherwise you will just end up being wiped out so that is the second observation and the third observation is related to something that i've been seeing since i think 3 or 4 days and the first time i saw this was when my father prompted uh, me that hey look look what's happening and then i sort of uh, got it if you look at the intraday chart of uh, nifty right now or even bank nifty for that matter whether it's 15 minute 30 minute whichever you will see that you can see some very distinct w patterns uh, on some of these uh, you know days in fact we we'd spoken about it earlier as well back when it sort of jumped up on 6th feb so if you just check that out you'll also see that w pattern like i had spoken about it on 5th feb that that w pattern is being formed so tomorrow might be an interesting thing to see and that actually happened so 
it's 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 very important to understand how these w patterns are having an impact because today if you look at the intraday charts which i do recommend you to look at uh, you'll see just how beautifully that w pattern has worked and it might actually help you take trades or help take better trades in the future so uh, that's the third observation and with that let's move to the indices so starting off indices with the fidi data because i forgot to mention it in the previous uh, segment the net fi uh, was minus 184 crore and the net di was minus 735 crore so cre clearly uh, really not a good uh, positive day for you know the fis and di so clearly they were more on the selling side uh, which is which is very interesting now uh, where nifty is at it's at 12031 and the 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 amount of respect that it's given to 12040 as a level is insane so make sure that you make a mental note of that and uh, bank nifty right now is at 31058 so nifty bank nifty both had very terrible adrs nifty just had 10 decline uh, 10 advances and 40 declines bank nifty had just one advance and 11 declines and Luckily for Bank Nifty, that one advance was Kotak Bank, which has a rel relatively higher uh, weightage, which is why it was able to pull up only a 0.46% down move, whereas Nifty's 10 advances were really not strong enough for it to, uh, for them to really pull the index up, which is why we're looking at a 0.55% down move here. And on the daily chart, it becomes very apparent, like the move that we saw on Friday, the move that we saw today because of that 50 ma resistance uh, that we're seeing on the daily chart that worked very well similar case for bank nifty except for bank nifty it's a bit further away now we can also see on the daily chart that nifty has attempted two gap fillings here one it was able to do completely the other one it failed uh, because of the support that it got at the day's low at 11.990 if you recall 990 is also a very important level that we've spoken about a few months ago because uh, you know back when the prices had really not uh, even touched 12.1 or so so 11.990 has always been a very important level i think 11.991 is a very important fib level as well so uh, that that gave it support as a result we saw partial gap filling happening so that is one of the levels that you should be looking at now coming to why it was just a partial gap filling uh this is something that i literally just thought of that you know whenever a move happens whether it's up or down i'll ideally uh, check the daily chart because it will probably give more context to uh, the coming moves that will happen whether there'll be a reversal or whether there's a chance of reversal or a recovery anything whatever is going to happen the daily chart might indicate because uh, right now i'm looking at uh, of course eod but 13 ma support was just crazy and that's probably why it was able to jump up and sustain at those 12,000 plus levels and ultimately it did touch 12,040 once before closing so i think that's that's a, a huge chunk of that is because of that uh, 13 ma support that it got and i'm sure that other ma's are also around that level which is why it was able to uh, you know get that support of course and uh, right now while that 12044 level is rejected which is an important level the overall candle that i'm seeing looks reasonably positive to uh, say that you know there is a chance that we might see a positive day tomorrow because the amount of support that we can see is quite uh, is quite decent 
and because literally the candle that we saw on 5th Feb was very similar to what we're seeing right now, like in terms of the support that it offered, which is another reason to sort of think that, hey, there's a chance that we might see a positive day tomorrow. If that's the case, then of course 12,100 is going to be the one to look at, you know, the level to look at. But we've got 12,040 to breach first, which is going to be the very first hurdle. And then 12,080, so very standard stuff, which is why I'm not really talking a lot about the levels these days, because it's moving in that range that we've spoken about so much that by this point you should already remember the levels, um, you know, <clears throat> at the tip of your tongue. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned now, it looks much more flatter intraday compared to Nifty. And one of the reasons for that is because Nifty did not open at a massive gap up, whereas Bank Nifty did. Bank Nifty had a pretty uh, reasonable gap up, I believe it was 100 points or so. Whereas Bank Nifty did not have, whereas Nifty did not have that, so that's why we're seeing Bank Nifty being slightly flatter than Nifty, and uh, otherwise that W pattern is pretty evident on Bank Nifty as well. So very standard as far as that is concerned. Now uh, related to Bank Nifty, of course, this is not related to the daily chart or the intraday movement, but more related to the overall cycle of Bank Nifty and how Bank Nifty moves. The other day on Saturday, I was speaking to uh, this person, you know, he's an MBA finance, he's, he actually works in this field, so uh, he probably has more context on this matter than uh, me or possibly even you. So he was telling me that, uh, you know, I asked him that, you know, despite uh, the banking sector in general being a very higher risk sector due to the NPAs and asset quality problems and all of those things, why? Do FIs and DIs and all of those investors, bigger players, still put their money in that sector? So he told me that, you know, that's always been a very important sector. And, you know, all those reasons, regular reasons why uh, that's the case, you know, high returns. And it's it's just always been like that. And the thing that stood out to me was that he said that because, uh, you know, literally the index right now is at its level because of those FIs and DIs. If they exit, if they pump out a lot of money, then we are pretty much uh, wrecked because, you know, if you remember, December is where we've generally seen some dips happening. And this is something that I checked on the daily chart as well uh, for Bank Nifty. December has been a minor dip month for, uh, you know, at least the past two Decembers, so since 2018 at least. And he told me that that's because that's when the financial year ends for those guys. That's when they've got their year end reports to show and that is where they'll sort of pump out some money and just to show that you know this is what we have and then they'll pump it back in so that's why we see a dip in december and then it sort of goes up so that is a very interesting observation that he's uh, told me so i just thought i'd include it here as well not in the day's view not in the observation section because that is related to the day's observations but this is more of a broader thing which is why i included it here and as far as what I think or what I feel or what my position is tomorrow, I am leaning towards the bullish side right now. But a lot of it depends on how, you know, the global scenario changes overnight as well. Because, of course, a result season, not a lot of results happening tomorrow, not a lot of important results anyway. But still, I'm assuming that, you know, that, that it might have some or the other impact. B. Delhi elections, I think they are partially priced in here. Uh, generally, the markets have historically preferred the BJP government. I'll not get into politics at all here, but that is literally what they've preferred. 
so uh, I think that that might already be priced in because of the exit polls so uh, I don't consider that to be a reason and because of the candle that it's showing me it's quite positive you know the support at lower levels it's accepted that 12,000 level very well and of course it's above that 13 MA line so all of those factors do point or hint towards or hint me towards uh, a possible a likely positive day tomorrow so um, you know that's my take on that and while I do not have any carried forward positions uh, tomorrow of course is a fresh day so I can always take new ones uh, depending on what the trend is like and speaking about trades let's move to them now just one trade for the day today nifty call 12,000 two lots of it and you'll see why two lots in a bit uh, I exited pretty much both of them at a relatively similar price level and uh, it it was what a 20% ROI or something so that's a good sign I th I you know I'm happy with that I'm very satisfied with that now that I think about it, it was more of a 25% ROI so I'm even more satisfied with that and uh, as I've already as I've always said you know as long as the day is in the green or as long as it's a break-even day net net I'm happy uh, <laughs> it's just when we're talking about losses that things start to get a little bit different and losses you know in the short run are fine longer run losses is where you know action is required but thankfully uh, today was a was a day in the green and the trade basis for this was the price level it was at around 12,000 it, it was accepting that price level so I went ahead with a 12,000 call and I exited it at uh, you know both of the W ends. so in the middle of the W I exited one lot at the end of the day I exited the other lot so you know relatively similar prices uh, but exited them differently because again I, I wanted to secure those profits and still have the option to let the position run and give me more profits that's the reason behind that no position trimmings today uh, because so many positions so many stocks were down my uh, holdings were not showing me a considerable gain to actually you know trim those positions which is why they are as is and now uh, we'll move to the lessons the lesson here is why I uh, ended up going in for two lots instead of one lot and at first it might sound a little bit counterintuitive uh, but just just listen to me uh, you know entirely like listen to me properly and then you'll probably understand the reason why I went with two lots is because firstly it helps you exit in a staggered manner instead of just going in for one chunk you can exit one chunk uh, you know once your first target is hit you can exit the second one once the second target is hit and even if it sort of comes back down from the first target you, you still have uh, you know that that much of profit to actually keep and enjoy so overall it works out better that way if you can manage it well now the second reason is that when we talk about range bound markets or when we talk about markets which are typically slower are moving within that fixed range which is what we've been seeing since the past three trading sessions at least in fact pretty much every trading session after the budget so literally last entire week and the start of this week when you're talking about a move like that expect option prices to just move by 10 rupees or 20 rupees for nifty so 20 is actually a lot that's only if if the move actually happens uh, you know a big move actually happens Otherwise, we're, we're reasonable to expect a 10-15 rupee up move or, you know, well, an up move only, depending on whether you're talking about a call or a put. 
so when stuff like that happens it's a bit hard to catch the entire move and unless we're talking about a 10 20 point move in nifty uh, there really isn't enough incentive to put in that money for and risk in that capital which is why if you put in two lots you know if you put in double the capital the chances of you getting that 10 15 rupees is higher you know equivalent amount so while your risk is slightly higher it can be you know controlled depending on what kind of a trade you're getting into the, the entire picture and you still get to keep a higher amount than you would have if you would have just gone for one lot because remember the transaction costs are going to be largely the same you're just you, you're going to charge you're going to get charged the same amount of brokerage as long as you get into like them together which is why um, if you get into two lots you can a exit them staggered b you can get a higher absolute return you know the roi might be a little bit different but you can get an absolute return which is much higher than what you would have um, in just one lot which is why i'm preferring at least i'm trying out this strategy for a bit uh, today it worked out tomorrow let's see how it goes i'm confident that you know things will be all right and uh, you know that that that's always going to be the case if you can understand the trend and go with it so that was it for this episode if you're wondering why i'm a little bit slower today why my voice is not as loud it's because my throat is feeling a little bit sore so that's the reason for that in case you were wondering and i hope this episode was helpful and informative i hope it, it helped you like, like literally in the least possible way at least if it helped you more than that's always a bonus but you know at least the bare minimum i hope that it fulfilled that i hope the new addition or the new change was a was a welcome one uh, do let me know either way i'm always open to feedback at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram that's it for this one see you the next happy trading